yeah. Welcome in. Welcome back to another episode of the Format Podcast. Got a pretty interesting show for you here tonight. It's Saturday evening. It's September. It's football season. So you know what we're going to be talking about. College football. And what in college football are we going to be talking about? Of course, the biggest story in college football this season. And that is Deion Sanders, Shadur Sanders, those Colorado Buffaloes. Man, whoo, we're going to talk about it. But before we get to that, you know what time it is. If you're here on YouTube and you haven't already, please go ahead, click that subscribe, that like, and that notification bell. The channel is continuing to grow, but we need your help to make it grow some more. So go ahead, do that, subscribe. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy the content, give us that five-star review. If you want the audio-only version of the podcast, open up your audio podcast platform, search the format podcast. We should come right up. Go ahead and subscribe right there. If you know other people who love sports talk, might want to hear a different voice than what they normally hear, Go ahead, tell them about the show, share it. Helps us find more sports fans, helps more sports fans find us. Now let's get right to it. Okay, biggest story in college football this year. We know what it is. It is coach primetime Deion Sanders, who uh, left Jackson State, historically black college university, after leading them to uh, two straight SWAC championships and making the big jump to the Power Five Conference of the big uh, i'm sorry of the pac-12 in its final season and uh he's already doing things that nobody expected this team was one in 11 last year hence the reason they had to get rid of their uh, head coach i think it's Carl Durrell, and uh they uh ponied up and, and brought in a big time name and a big time coach in uh primetime Deion sanders Deion came in we know the big thing at his press conference and uh, told all the all the students, even before the spring game, go ahead, get ready, because basically some of y'all not going to make it. I'm bringing my luggage with me, and the luggage is Louie. Um, you know, he's he had a number of guys come with him. He raided the transfer portal. He recruited well. We know Dion is a magnetic personality on the recruiting trail and a magnetic personality, period. And um, everything he's done has just totally changed the vibe, the tenor, the feeling around Colorado football. Uh, for the first time ever, the Colorado spring game sold out. He did that, or not he did that, but he's pretty much responsible for that. And uh, coming into the season, the opening game, which pretty much turned the college football world on its head, was against national runner-up from last year, TCU, Texas Christian University, Horn Frogs. And of course, as we know, uh, Dion kept the receipts. And uh, what do we mean by that? We mean that uh, his Colorado Buffaloes, Won the game 45-42 in an absolute barn burner. Best game of the weekend last weekend. Maybe best game of the college football season so far. And uh, really kind of upset the apple cart. Because again, the Horn Frogs TCU were the national runner-up last year. Yeah, they got smoked by Georgia in the national title game. But they beat a very good Michigan team in the semifinal that, you know, no one expected them to get past. And they got to the title game. They weren't even picked to win the Big 12 Conference last year, but they did tremendous things and got there. But yeah, uh, the Colorado Buffaloes upset them. Tremendous game. And then the Buffaloes came out today and uh, they beat the uh, Nebraska Cornhuskers. Oh, wow. Uh, so I'm sorry. Uh, I got the uh, Alabama-Texas game on on the other screen on my computer. So if you see me looking over there, that's what that's about. And uh, looks like Alabama just scored on a 49-yard bomb to uh, take the lead in this thing. Anyway, uh, back to uh, Dion and Colorado. So what we're going to talk about here tonight, the point of this is how far 
can the Colorado Buffaloes go this season? How good can they be? What can we reasonably expect? Now, remember, this is a team that won one game last year. So if they were to win, let's say, four games this year, it would be a monumental jump in the first year. But the thing is this, Deion Sanders, he clearly doesn't work that way. He clearly expects a lot more from his program. Um, as we said, he went out, raided the transfer portal, recruited like a madman. And this team is already 2-0, which is probably more than most people expected. And they won their first game 45-42, as I mentioned, and they beat Nebraska handily today, 36-14. And I think one of the most uh, pleasant surprises is that his son and starting quarterback Shadur Sanders made the jump from HBCU to Power 5 and he has not taken a step backwards. He is absolutely killing people out there. And uh, I think he's got 903 passing yards through his first two games. The first game against TCU, he set a school record with 510 passing yards. And those 903 passing yards, six touchdowns, zero interceptions, those 903 are the fourth most passing yards through the first two games of the season in the Pac-12 in the last 20 years. Shadur Sanders is amazing. He's completing, I believe, uh, 73.8, which let's round to 74% of his uh, passing attempts um, so far this season. So we know he's super accurate. And what I love is watching this guy play. He just sits in the pocket and he drops dimes. Like he never looks particularly nervous. He never looks particularly hurried. He looks like he understands completely what he's seeing out there from the defense. He looks like he's very well in sync with his offensive coordinator. Um, can't remember his name, but I know he used to be the uh, head coach of Kent State last year. Very good um, uh, 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 offensive program. And yeah, Shadur, you watch him play and this dude just, he just looks special, man. He just looks special. And I'll tell you what, the Pac-12, that is a quarterback conference this year, man. Um, you, you've got, obviously, reigning um, Heisman Trophy winner uh, Caleb Williams, who very well could win a second one. Maybe hard to do since only one guy's ever won back-to-back -back Heismans or more than one. But uh, Caleb, if anyone's going to do it, it could be him. Uh, so you got Caleb Williams at USC. You got Michael Penix Jr. Uh, lighting the sky up up in Washington with uh, – his elite uh, number one receiver, Roman Dunze, who is uh, on most people's boards, the second best receiver in the country. Um, you've got DJ Uyunglele, who uh, transferred out from Clemson to Oregon State and looks like he's got a, a new lease on life. Of course, of course, you have Shadur Sanders. You got Cam Rising at Utah. Man, you've got some really good quarterback play out there in the Pac-12. And, you know, I was thinking about this. If Deion Sanders had arrived at Colorado one year earlier, they probably would have secured that TV deal and that conference doesn't fall apart. Imagine that. That is the power that this guy has. Uh, I believe last week's opener got like, um, what is it, like 7 million viewers at peak, um, the game between TCU and Colorado. Like, that's insane. I think it, I think it set a record for um, Fox Big Noon kickoff, uh, which is their main game of the weekend. And so... You look at that and you say, wow, like the interest this guy draws and creates. And it's not just uh, the interest for him being prime or him talking or what have you. He's backing it up with playing on the field. He's backing up by making his players believe and having them prepared to get out there and, and play football at an extremely high level, you know? Um, obviously, uh, any coach will tell you there's things to clean up and places you can improve, but uh, you watch 
uh, them score 36 and only give up 14 today. So the defense improved, and obviously the offense did their thing. They started a little slow, but um, overall they played extremely well. So then you start looking at it and you say, well, how good can Colorado be? So next week they have uh, uh, a matchup against Colorado State, in-state rival, and they very likely should win that. I think one of the biggest keys here is for um, Dion, and it seems that he's done it really well, is preparing his team to deal with the scrutiny and the notoriety that comes with uh, being his team, right? Because obviously he brings a lot of attention on himself and a lot of pressure. That doesn't bother him. He's a Hall of Famer, arguably the greatest ever at his position in the NFL and maybe one of the top 10 or 15 players ever in uh, National Football League history. He was that good. And of course, we know incredible, incredible athlete, dual sports star, uh, played in the World Series with the New York Yankees. So <laughs> this guy knows what it is to deal with it. Uh, high levels of pressure, uh, you know, on all levels. Now, with that said, everyone is not built the same, but it appears that he has done a tremendous job in prepping his team to deal with that. So uh, next game up, like I said, is Colorado State, and I'm sure that the Buffaloes will be heavily favored in that one. Um, so they should be three to nothing going into a September 23rd matchup at Oregon. Now, if you know anything about college football, Eugene, Oregon, Outson Stadium, that is a raucous, raucous environment, and uh, it's going to be super loud. It's going to be crazy. Oh, man, when I was uh, mentioning uh, the Pac-12 quarterbacks earlier, I didn't mention Oregon's quarterback, Bo Nix, who is another, you know, another one of the best quarterbacks in college football this year and was one of the best quarterbacks in college football last year. So um, that's going to be uh, a, probably a shootout right there, Oregon and um, Colorado. Can Colorado beat them? I mean, most people, I think, would put the money on Oregon, but the way Colorado is playing and the way Coach Prime is preparing these guys, can you ever really bet against them? Who knows, right? So that's the September 23rd matchup. Then the following week, you've got another elite one. They are going to be playing USC, right? They're going to be hosting USC. That's going to be tremendous. And that may be the quarterback matchup of the year. Um, Shadur Sanders versus Caleb Williams. That's going to be absolutely incredible. Should be a barn burner. Uh, I'm pretty sure either college game day or, or Fox Big Noon kickoff, they're probably going to be there for the pregame show. And if that game is not already scheduled to be on TV, it'll get flexed onto TV and the ratings it's going to do are going to be uh, through the roof. Now, at this point, uh, you know what I was about to say? Um, at this point, I don't know. I guess it's going to depend on what I see over the next couple of weeks. But I was going to say, I don't know if Colorado could beat USC. But the fact is, Lincoln Riley-led teams are never elite defensively. So if it gets into a shootout, man, who knows what could happen? Clearly, Prime has shown, Coach Prime has shown that he's recruited extremely well. He's got a lot of speed on the in the skill positions. So who knows? They might be able to go blow for blow with Caleb, Lincoln Riley, and and those uh, those Trojans. So that would be an awesome one. But if I had to put money on it, and I'm not a gambling man, I probably would take USC to win outright. Um, next up after that, October 7th is going to be uh, at Arizona State. Not a particularly good team. Um, you're probably going to pick Colorado in that one. Next up, Stanford. You're probably going to pick Colorado there again. UCLA, that should be a good one. Um, ah. Can't, can't even really pick it. But I mean, I, I think that when I looked at this schedule um, uh, right before the season started, 
I think I had uh, uh, Colorado winning like eight games, and I don't see why that can't happen, which again would be a tremendous, tremendous turnaround from winning only one game last year. And then think about the momentum that that creates heading into the Big 12 next season, right? Um, and remember, on the last podcast I did with my guy Ryan Langford, the uh, format podcast official um, uh, college football analyst, I said it, and I'm going to say it again here, the Colorado Buffaloes will win the Big 12 next year, especially with Oklahoma and Texas departing. Oh, there we go, Texas with the strike, touchdown. Um, especially with uh, Texas and Oklahoma departing for the SEC. That leaves that conference wide open. I believe that with the recruiting that Deion Sanders is going to do, with him continuing to continuing to make moves in the transfer portal, and with the excellent coaching staff he's assembled, that they are in, going to be in prime position. See what I did there? Prime position to go ahead and win that conference. I do believe they win the Big 12 next year. Um, okay, so after the U UCLA game, next up, Another matchup, Shadur Sanders, DJ Uyunglele, uh versus Oregon State. So that should be another one. Um, that's going to be an interesting one. Uh, I think in that one, I would pick Oregon State because uh, USC would really be tested in their interior defensive line. Um, Oregon State loves to pound the football. They run it extremely well. But again, we'll see by then kind of where uh, the Buffaloes are in terms of health and then what type of adjustments they'll be able to make. But um Oregon State runs football really well. Next up, Arizona. I think uh, Colorado beats them. Washington State. I think Colorado beats them. Uh, they finish out the season at Utah. I think Utah beats them. That's the two-time defending uh, Pac-12 champions. I mean, at this point, you can't really bet against Colorado, but I think Utah at this point has a little too much. They're too physical. They're a very good defensive team. And um, I don't know if uh, Dion has yet built the team the way he wants it to be in the trenches, offensive, defensive line. And I think Utah would have the advantage there. And so um, I think Utah would get him. So uh, looking at it, uh, Colorado's already 2-0, and and I think they'll be 3-0 and going into Oregon. I think they have a very good chance to beat Oregon. So I'll pick them there. I'll pick them to be 4-0 and going into USC. At, no. So uh, I think they lose to Oregon, and then I think they beat USC. So that has them four and one after the first five weeks of the season they beat arizona state um that's five and one beat stanford six and one lose to ucla i'll have them losing to ucla um six and two uh oregon state lose to oregon state because of the way oregon state can run the ball six and three beat arizona beat washington state lose to utah so that has them eight and four to end the season which again tremendous tremendous turnaround following a one win season and then you know, uh, Dion raids the transfer portal again. He brings in high-level recruits. He uh, thickens up this team on the offensive and defensive lines. Absolutely incredible. Shadur Sanders. Personally, I don't think that he's going to leave to go to the NFL after this season unless, you know, the scouts have him going really, really high. I think I think he'd be a first-round pick, but, you know, unless he was maybe a top-10 guy, I don't think that he's going to leave. And also the benefit is that with the NIL valuations now, Guys don't necessarily, if they're elite players, have to run to the league to try to get paid because they can get paid in college now. So there's that. So Shadur Sanders, incredible. Um, Shiloh Sanders, incredible. Travis Hunter, incredible. Um, just overall, the, the skill position, the coaching, the Colorado Buffaloes, the sky is the limit. I have them 8-4 this season, which is an incredible turnaround. And then I have them go ahead and winning the Big 12 conference next year, which very well could put them into the uh, to the playoffs. So 
a lot of things could happen. I guess the question to start out was how good can the Colorado Buffaloes be? I think they can be very good this year. I think they can be great next year. So I guess what I want to know from you is uh, what do you think of uh, my prediction of eight and four this season? Uh, where do you think I fell short? What do you think I got wrong? Tell me uh, how good do you think the Colorado Buffaloes can be? Leave your comments in the comment section. Can't wait to hear from you. I'll be back next time. Man, I love college football season. I love football season, period. Football is such an incredible game, man. It's so competitive, and these dudes want it so bad. Um, but, yeah, uh, thank, thank you for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, remember, please click that like, subscribe, and that notification bell. I'll be back next time, and I'm out. Peace.